0: All right, welcome back to Insight Flicks. It's time for our weekly box office report. This is where we dive into the last weekend's box office numbers. So without wasting any more time, let's dive right in. Rich, tell us which movies made it into the top five this past weekend. The number one movie in America is Transformers Rise of the Beast with 61 million. Coming in number two is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse with 55.5 million. Number three is The Little Mermaid with 23.1 million. Coming in number four is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 with 7.2 million. And around the top five is The Boogeyman with 7.1 million. Okay, even though that uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast topped the box office uh, this past weekend, it didn't quite, I would say it didn't quite hit the mark with the studio's projections, or at least what they hoped for. I mean, it's it's about what they wanted. Yeah, it's like I said last weekend, that I thought that there was a chance that Spider Man would come in number one. And uh, I was pretty close. I mean, if it didn't have that thursday opening uh i would have been you know
1: um right <laughs> i mean this isn't a great number for transformers but i mean I, I it tripled pretty much tripled what bumblebee opened to so i mean you you can't be disappointed in that regard but it's not a cheap movie and i just i i mean i, I just don't see this movie being profitable
0: well we gotta see with its second week in the box office i mean th- i think that's going to be true with a lot of movies this summer uh, This summer is going to be, I think, a lot of movies coming out front-loaded. They're going to have like strong openings, but it's going to be depending on the second week, third week, and fourth week to to really surmise if there are truly box office successful. Because it's going to be a really packed June, and there's going to be a lot of new releases. So if Transformers is going to be a, a box office success to the point where they're going to be thinking about another uh, installment, and we'll have to kind of fight off these new movies that are coming out Th- that's going to be a real fight yeah because this is these are two big movies coming out next weekend and uh, this one could be lost in this in the shuffle um uh, fortunately for it that this uh it had pretty decent reviews yeah. so that's the only thing that's a big positive for this film
1: yeah i mean i'm not a big uh transformers fan i've been kind of uh i've been kind of over the the transformers live action franchise for a while but i i went to go see the movie and um while a a lot of the kind of Transformers aspects of the movie still kind of don't work for me, um, a lot of things about the movie did work. uh, And I thought that the kind of the action and stuff was, you know, probably some of the best action I've seen all year. And uh, the movie was a a true uh, crowd pleaser. And, uh, you know, everyone in the audience seemed to really love it. And um, I I don't know. I think that I think the movie will have good word of mouth. Yeah, Well, let me ask you this, because
0: as someone who is a big Transformers cartoon fan, who grew up on on the 80s cartoon, but did not like the Michael Bay films, in fact, I kind of stopped after the second one, was not, not a big fan of Bumblebee either, and was not really enthusiastic to see this movie, so I didn't. But some of the reviews have said that this is kind of more a throwback to the 90s Transformers, and also the great black cinema of the nineties because a lot of hip hop in it. And I mean, maybe not a lot of people know that it's actually set in the nineties.
1: Well, what I liked about the movie was actually the nineties setting because you got to play a lot of, you know, hip hop and stuff. Like they play a lot of Wu-Tang throughout the movie mm-hmm. and, um, it worked for me. And I, you know, I really liked, um, Anthony Ramos in the film. And, uh, I, th- I thought kind of, you know, it, it felt for me like they were kind of going for the more fast and the furious audience. Mm-hmm and uh to me like it uh out, out of this and fast x like this was this is the one you go see and this <laughs> is the better film uh and i i hope that you know um this could kind of win over the, the fast and the furious audience because i mean uh i i think they did a better job at, at serving that audience um that you know they they incorporated you know peru and a big part of the third act and the way they used it you know was just phenomenal I, I was very impressed how they used the um uh, machu picchu in the film and it, it was really cool and um while you know i'm, I'm not a big transformers fan so like all this kind of decepticon stuff and this kind of mcguffin about the staff and uh, this kind of stuff just really did not work for me at all i i i think you know for 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 fans that have grown up loving the michael bay movies and maybe for fans of the cartoon i have no no idea <laughs> this this is this is uh i mean this is a transformers movie and this is probably uh the, the best live action one we've gotten so far i mean because bumblebee was more trying to be like an iron giant type of thing that this is this is transformers all, all the way mm. but but at the, at the same time you know i know for you 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 probably might not love this movie because you know all the comedic relief in this film is you know pete davidson <laughs> hey. well i'm not a big fan of pete davidson on screen and off screen <laughs> You know, like, I don't care about that guy,
0: but hmm. I, I, I have heard that this is, he's really good in the movie. So maybe that's something I, I don't know. <laughs>
1: I, I thought he worked well in the movie. Cause he's, he mostly works off, you know, Anthony Ramos and you know, they worked well. He is,
0: yeah. you know, he has a voice and I mean, you know, it's not like I'm, I have to watch his face. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Spider-Man Cross the spider first. After less than two weeks, it has already surpassed the entire box office run of its first film the spider-man into the spider-verse which is a big deal and has now become sony's highest grossing animated film in history so that's a big big deal with the uh like we were saying with the oncoming competition can this survive uh within the next couple of weeks yes uh i think so because because it still has a, an appeal to a younger audience um i don't think the uh, the the pit the new pixar film will will capture that right. much but a younger audience this one still has that uh, um appeal to it's a, there's something cool there's a cool factor to this movie right definitely
1: i i i, I somewhat agree with, with rich because i i do think you know family movies and children movies are have really been the ones like the movies kind of dominating the box office i mean the biggest movie of the year is the super mario bros movie and you know little mermaid well it was definitely a big mm-hmm. hit domestically it's already you know kind of you know. Mm -hmm. making its way out of uh, slowly making its way out of the box office and Cross the spider is seems like it's gonna it's gonna stick around for a while it's gonna it's gonna take the spot where little mermaid you know should have should have been and um uh elemental yeah i just i don't see that being a a huge hit i i maybe it will have a nice opening but i don't see that having legs But in
0: Spider-Verse, I think that it'll just only be strong, it'll only remain strong on the domestic side. International, it seems like it's already uh, tapering off. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But it's the opposite with Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, I think, um, definitely reached the end of its um, peak, it seems like. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I'll be amazed if it reaches a half a billion. And uh, for Disney, I don't think they wanted that. (laughs) They they were expecting this at all. Well, I I think a lot of people put Little Mermaid on top of their... You know, highest-grossing summer movies list, and that's not it's not going to be the case.
1: It's just those international numbers are horrible. Like around around the globe, no one really cared about this movie.
0: Well, let me ask you about the across the Spider Verse because I think the appeal to this movie is really has to more to do with the video game rather than the comic book or even say the superhero wave. That's that's an interesting take. I think you told me this. I think you had, the, that was <laughs> your I? take. I'm stealing your take. Well, I think you were saying like the popularity of the video game has excited oh, this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: oh, well, uh, well, yeah. What I was saying is, you know, that, that Sony is freaking brilliant mm-hmm. when it comes to marketing because they're releasing this movie at just the right time. They're releasing all the trailers for their upcoming, you know, uh, Spider Man 2 video game, which looks incredible. You know, the Spider Man games, uh, I think, you know, the ones that they released for, you know, for PS4 and PS5 have much better stories than anything that they've done with you know these movies the animated movies or the live action movies and i think you know kind of uh, getting people hyped for spider-man and you know getting you know uh, you know the, the awareness out for that new video game coming out is making people you know want to watch this movie
0: and they added uh miles morales on the cover of that. yeah
1: and they added you know miles morales on Fortnite and all that yeah. so yeah it mm-hmm. makes it even bigger mm-hmm. i mean sony's brilliant when it comes to this
0: I think you got two camps here. You got the people who loved the first movie. You got people who saw the movie on Netflix because it did decent enough in the box office, but really caught on in and on VOD and on Netflix. It was on Netflix for a while.
1: And so you got yeah. that kind of support. Yeah. Sony, Sony has a good deal with Netflix and and, and a, a lot of people, you know, discover these movies on there and, and yeah. And, and Spider-Verse, you know, the first one is, it's a fantastic movie this one, uh, this new one that's in theaters is also, you know, really, really good. I, I don't, I don't, I personally don't like it as much as the first, but it is a damn good movie and you know, I'm, I'm glad people in it, but I, I think also, you know, we do have to bring up, you know, flash is coming out this weekend and they yeah. are very similar movies. Yes. And, you know, well, I think, you know, I have seen both movies and well, I think you can say that across the spider verse might have a better script. Um, Flash is a live action movie. It's a return yeah. of Michael Keane. This movie is going to be huge. Do you think it's going to affect Spider-Verse's uh, box office?
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it just, it's just uh, how long the, the uh, Will Across the Spider-Verse maintain in the top five. I mean, I mean uh, that's how much itsy bitsy spider does it have left? Well, th- this is why I bring up the video game because I think the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has the upper hand because it has that following from the video game mm-hmm. where the Flash doesn't. I think that's going to play a major part in, in the, these numbers coming up, but yes, you know, let's continue with the top five and let's talk about guardians, of the galaxy volume three. Yeah. It's just surpassed 800 mark, uh, um, the worldwide box office. So that's the main goal that, that they are intended to, to reach. And uh, that's, a, that's a great milestone for this, for this franchise.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, guardians of the galaxy, I mean, doing super well and I'm, I'm so happy for the movie. I mean, I still think it's uh yeah you know, the the best comic book movie to come out all year um and uh, I I'm hoping I'm hoping it could still outgrow Guardians Volume Two it still would need to make about sixty million more worldwide uh do you think that's possible do you think it could I mean it's only number four so I mean do you think it could make another sixty million
0: yeah because it's not dropping off that much uh still I mean it's it's less than less than thirty five percent so then i mean it's it's it'll yeah be I, mean, it's top not, 10. I mean it's
1: not dropping like fast x
0: <laughs> yes exactly
1: and there, and there, i wouldn't be surprised if you know uh um guardian sticks around uh, a little longer than little mermaid
0: yeah definitely well let's move forward and let's talk about the rest of the top 10 rich can you reveal what movies made the top 10 coming in number six is fast x number seven is the super mario brothers movie number eight is about my father number nine is the machine and right now the top 10 is past lives like Rich was saying Fast X actually uh premiered on VOD this this past weekend which basically saying like it's pretty much done on the on this domestic release yeah i guess they wanted it to be a big surprise for friday and it, yeah, i think it worked out for <laughs> as being a surprise but still i mean it's it's just it's them announcing that okay we're done <laughs> i mean it, it it it's not even going to reach uh, 800 you know um worldwide it's it's barely It'll be lucky to reach the seven hundred. It seems like I don't know. It's it's definitely run out of gas everywhere.
1: I know uh, it's just crazy that they um because they spent so much money in this movie and it's now like one of the lowest gra- grossing right in the franchise. Well, I mean, I guess since like the original three or whatever.
0: I mean, it's it's so odd that they they announced that Dwayne the Rock Johnson's kind of spinoff movie. I don't even know why they did that, and I don't know why they're kind of working with Dwayne johnson for it I, this this franchise bo- boggles my mind <laughs> i don't know what what mm-hmm. really boggles my mind is that after they announced it uh universal went ahead and uh canceled uh, the rock and the Rock's show <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> on nbc the young rock <laughs> oh. <laughs> maybe so maybe they have a multiple mi- a picture deal with the rock i don't even know i don't know well let's move forward and let's talk about the upcoming week rich what can moviegoers expect at the theaters this weekend opening up this Is it Father's Day? Yeah. Okay. Opening up this Father's Day weekend is The Flash. This is the highly anticipated and long-delayed DC comic book movie that draws inspiration from the iconic Flashpoint comic book storyline where speedster Barry Allen races through multiverses and encounters a number of alternate DC Universe superheroes. Among them is Supergirl from a different Earth as well as an older Batman played by none other than Michael Keaton. Also coming out in wide release is Elemental. This is the new... Disney Pixar animated comedy set in a magical place called Elemental City where the residents are elements of fire, water, land, and air. Also opening up is The Blackening. This is the new horror spoof that follows a group of friends that are trapped in a remote cabin and and then find themselves unsuspectingly thrust into a diabolical survival game orchestrated by a masked killer. Yes, so the Flash is expecting to earn anywhere between seventy to seventy-five million domestically. That's the projections that it's getting. Elemental is also projected to have an opening weekend around forty million, which would be one of the lowest Pixar's opening ever if that ended up happening. Uh, So let's start with the Flash. What's your thoughts on the Flash? How much is this going to make in the box office?
1: I think it's going to make like double what it's projected. I I think it's going to have the probably the biggest opening of the year. I'm not saying it's going to be the biggest movie of the year cuz I think um it's going to be very hard to repeat the success that Super Mario Brothers has had. Um but I do think it, it will have the the biggest opening of the year. Mm. And uh yeah, I think it will be around um around 130, maybe 140. Wow. I mean, it's uh, it's a it's a, it's a good it's a good it's a really fun movie yeah. and I think it's um been i think warner brothers has been doing a really good job by doing all these like early kind of fan screenings and i've just been uh seeing so much positivity for the movie um uh at, at all at all these screenings and you know at, on uh, online on social media and um i just feel like that hype is very strong for this movie like i've been go- i've been going to like you know just uh just a lot of ev- events and stuff and i every time i talk to people like this is the, their most anticipated movie and i just think this i just think it's gonna be huge mm-hmm. yeah
0: i think the film's been marketed pretty well and I, I think uh they might do a last minute uh father's day pitch with uh, michael keaton i mean that'll be good uh uh a pairing as as a take your father to go see the original batman or whatever they, they have right been right on right? social media oh yeah, been, oh, yeah. yeah. That, that'll work and uh, Elemental, I don't think it's got a chance in the world to be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me neither. I, I think they're way think,
1: worse than Little Mermaid. <laughs> I think the,
0: the best thing that Pixar should do is probably promote their uh, short that's opening with it, though the the little Up sequel. Um, I didn't even know about this. Carl's date, which which is this, basically a sequel to Up uh-huh. or whatever. So that that's the most interesting thing uh, going for it
1: yeah i agree with rich i didn't even know about this short but i mean i i know if, if they would had to advertise that a, a bit more that would probably help the movie out because you know up is just a phenomenal kind of movie and it's a classic at this point so um i i, I would see that helping but they're not going to do that <laughs> so I, and elemental <laughs> looks like a terrible movie so it's probably going to perform like i, I think it's going to perform gonna going to come below these projections that's i mean it's projected 40 million i think it's going to be around like 28 uh, but we'll see. And um, the blackening, um, I think it's actually going to do pretty well for what it is. You know, so if they're expecting this movie to come in, you know, in the uh, like around 15 million, 10 to 15 million, I, you know, that I think that would be good for this movie. And I think that's what it's going to come in at. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah and uh,
0: to, my thoughts is that the flash, I, I'm not as, as optimistic to you, Raymond. I think the flash is going to end up being around the lower part of that tracking I would say it is going to come in around seventy or eighty, maybe even sixty-five. I think there's a fractured fan base, on, and when we're talking about DC, there's already people kind of, you know, hating on James Gunn's universe, and they kind of see this as part of his universe, even though it's mostly part of you know Zack Snyder's universe. But I, 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 my feeling is that it's actually going to do a lot worse than 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 what they hope for. Uh, i hope not because it looks like a great movie you're saying you saw the movie you're saying that it's a really good film a solid comic book film so i'm hoping that uh it's it does pretty well but uh i'm 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 more um pessimistic when it comes to to its opening elemental i'm like you guys this is gonna be a pretty bad opening for Pixar i think Pixar has hit a certain certain point in their history where they're kind of seeking out a kind of their identity right now they're kind of lost they don't Mm -hmm. really know where
1: what direction they're going elemental feels like a parody of a pixar movie yes if it feels it feels more like something i i i feel like i know this is going to be like such a harsh criticism but this is really how i feel it feels more like an emoji movie yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i mean it's it feels like a sony sony's attempt at trying to do pixar or something like that. oh i see what you mean it doesn't feel like pixar
0: yeah it definitely feels like They're kind of copying them themselves. It's a derivative. A lot of stuff that we've seen from, from Pixar. Yeah. Inside out, especially what's the one with Chris Pratt, um, onward onward. I think even, I think even back then they were kind of losing their magic.
1: And sadly onward, like is, you know, kind of good compared to a lot of the ones they've been putting out (laughs) lately. (laughs) Although
0: I, I I gotta say that soul, which I was first pretty rough on soul now thinking about it it was probably their last great film and yeah and i know a lot, a lot of people loved turning red but i really found that to be kind of like a unimaginative no it's just like a, kind of a Teen wolf type of story it's not it wasn't nothing necessarily original new. original yeah.
1: right and also well, it was oh. kind of like the it was kind of like what book smart was to super <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: And also uh, Luca, right? Luca was pretty kind of a weird movie that I did not necessarily think it was all great. I, I think they were kind of they were kind of losing it s- since the, this time. I, you know, a lot of people want to point out uh, uh, Lightyear, but I think they were kind of losing it way before that. I think their last yeah. original film was probably Coco. Well, Soul. I mean, Soul was very good. Soul, and even though I had problems with Soul, I think Soul was a, a, a solid, solid film mm-hmm. and beautiful, a beautiful looking movie too. So, uh, um, and kind of reminded me of the magic of Pixar and what they could do. Elemental feels like a, if fainted, I don't know, it feels like vapors. (laughs) And the reviews aren't even good for the movie. Yeah. It's, it's getting terrible reviews. So, so I, yeah, it's not, it's not going to be, uh, I don't think it's going to do that well.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, I, for that for, for Disney, I think it's going to perform like you know, a, a Sony animated film, and I'm not talking about Spider Man. I'm talking about like their other animated movies, <laughs> and you know that's not good for that's not good for Disney.
0: And for the blackening, I think you're right, uh, Raymond. I think if this movie hits around 10 million, I think though that's perfect number for this type of movie.
1: It's got strong buzz coming from festivals.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think I think people seem to really love the kind of making fun of horror
1: movies like Kevin in the Woods and Saw. Well, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I mean, I think the movie looks fun. I'm, I'm going to watch it on on Wednesday night. Um, I hope the movie does well. It's...
0: I think the, I think the Flash will probably open around 90 million, and I think the Elemental will probably be in a in a race, a three way tie uh, race for number three, uh, for number two yeah. with um with uh, Transformers and uh, a Spider Verse. Definitely, this upcoming weekend, it's going to be crowded for that top five. It's going to yeah. be a lot of new movies crowding that that top 5. And a lot a lot some some of the, some of those movies are going to be pushed out. And most likely it's going to be Little Mermaid and and uh maybe Guardians be pushed out of the top 5.
1: But we'll see. Well, I mean definitely Boogeyman. man. Definitely Boogeyman, man. Oh, yes,
0: yeah, Um let's talk about limited release. Rich, what what movies are coming out in limited release? OpenGamma limited release is Asteroid City. This is Wes Anderson's latest star-studded film that takes place in a made-up American Desert Town in 1955 and centers around an annual Young Space Cadet Convention where students and their parents from across the country gather and compete in a youth science tournament. And also Maggie Moores. This is the small town crime comedy that stars John Hamm and Tina Fey as an unlikely pair trying to solve a case of two murdered women who happen to have the same name. Let me ask you this. Is Wes Anderson the new Woody Allen and what I mean by that, does he get to do a movie almost every year and has this really star studded cast because he has built a name and a reputation for himself? That's the yeah. only comparison I'm making with Woody Allen. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I, I, in a way, yeah. Um, and I think for the most part he's earned it he's earned it. Like not all of his movies are great, but I mean, he has like a pretty good track record, I'm not super excited for asteroid city mostly because I didn't love his last movie, uh, mm-hmm. the French dispatch. But I mean I mean like I was just saying, I mean he for the most part has a pretty good track record. I like most of his movies. And you know, his new movie, Astrid City, uh, I think actually looks pretty fun. It yeah. looks kind of like a more of a return to um you know, kind of the more wacky kind of life aquatic type of movies. And um Um I think it could I think it could bring in, you know, his fan base. I just don't know how big that is, you know, how big that you know, how big of a number that would be, mm-hmm. but, um, it's definitely going to be under 10 million. Um, and I think it, as long as it opens to over more to 5 million for opening weekend, I think that's, that'd be good. So anywhere between five to 10, I think it would be fine. I,
0: I yeah, I, maybe it's going to be for the entire box office run of the movie that he ends up making 10 million for the movie. And, and maybe that's, that's all he needs. A lot, a lot of his films are kind of box office proof. They just kind of uh, put it out there because of the prestige. They basically just want to piggyback on his, you know, critical success. I guess, and like, like I said, I think he has earned a reputation where he could just make these really art house films, comedies, and really attract a a, a list talent. And he yeah, kinda, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he kind of makes like these funny quirky. Postcard type of comedies or films, and he's like, so
1: you think the movie is only going to make about ten million? Yeah, I mean, wow, that would be that would be really bad. Like if that um, happens, that would mean that you know studios would probably have to stop making Wes Anderson movies because French uh, Dispatch it was probably his like lowest grossing movie ever. I'm and close. I was kind of surprised. I was kind of surprised that they actually went along and made another Wes Anderson movie this soon after. French Dispatch did so horribly and also it did so horribly and didn't really get any like awards buzz either so it was like a complete failure all around and the uh, French Dispatch made 16 million domestically and about 46 million total worldwide including this domestic uh, run and that's horrible but um, his other movies you know like Moonrise Kingdom for example you know that made... 45 million domestically and then another 22 million internationally. And that that's, that's a success. Well, I would say that he
0: is going to, I would say like, he's going to have a, probably a low domestic box office run. He's yeah, much I mean, more, better he's, than
1: French dispatch, uh,
0: but I'm saying that he is much more popular internationally when it comes to financial success. Like, yeah, internationally. I'm, sure, I'm sure his, uh, his films last a long lot longer in, in France and in, uh, stuff like that yeah so i think i think that's you know if you're looking for financial success for a wes anderson movie most likely that's going to be coming from international markets uk for you know france and europe parts of europe but domestically i think that this movie is going to do pretty poor because a lot of these type of movies are doing pretty poor in the box office here in the states
1: well i would hate for this movie to be you know wes anderson's worst or lowest grosser uh box office grocer because you know french dispatch already did so did so poorly mm-hmm. and if this does even worse then there would be this like kind of uh sign of diminishing returns and then you know he might never make another movie again and i think he still has a great movie in him mm-hmm. and it'd be it'd be unfortunate if you know it will oh. just come to an end well, let me ask you
0: this: Can can you see a day where Wes Anderson just moves into streaming, like everyone else, and like maybe does a a scripted a show, series? a screen, or like a or an anthology series, or you know? Actually, yeah, <laughs> he he actually fit pretty well on, on Amazon.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, so yeah, I think maybe that will be his kind of future if he if he finds himself really kind of not having these great returns on the box office with his movies, and maybe just he's going to be moving towards streaming i mean i could see him actually i could see apple tv picking him up and like getting an exclusive deal with him like he'd be perfect for that type of stuff so i uh, yeah it's going to be a different landscape after a couple years for a lot of these filmmakers
1: yeah he'll eventually
0: eventually get that limited two two week run in theaters and then eventually come out streaming yeah
1: (laughs) wow movie theaters man it's really going to be like back in the day like um Yeah, if you want to see these movies, you have to like travel to different cities and you you have to go to all these like limited (laughs) exclusive events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the only movies are going to be, you know, easy to access everywhere are going to be like Transformers and (laughs) Spider-Man.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: What a great feature. Well, let's move. uh,
0: Let's move now into streaming. Rich, tell us what movies can people stream this weekend? Streaming this weekend on Netflix is Extraction 2. This is the new Russo Brothers produced action sequel that sees Chris Hemsworth returning as Black Ops mercenary Tyler Rake. Also streaming this weekend on Disney Plus is Stan Lee. This is the new documentary that celebrates the extraordinary legacy and legendary Marvel comic book writer Stan Lee. And finally coming out on streaming on Hulu is Jagged Mind. This is the new psychological thriller starring Macy Richardson Sellers and Shannon Woodward. Now, it's extraction to the... Father's Day movie of this weekend? <laughs> uh, Streaming-wise, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, lo- I really loved the first movie, and I know yeah. Raymond was not a big fan of it, but I, I, I can't wait for Extraction 2. I was shocked that it actually is coming out this week so fast. I thought that it was going to be later in the summer. So they haven't
1: I, really been promoting it, huh?
0: Yeah, it just came out of nowhere. That's yeah, typical Netflix. Huh? <laughs> so,
1: yeah, and I, and I guess since the first one was a huge hit for Netflix, uh, you, you would assume that the same success is going to repeat. Yeah.
0: yeah, but yeah. We'll see,
1: right? I yeah. mean, has Netflix had like a movie sequel like this before, like a sequel to one of their big sensations? Yeah. What was it?
0: Uh, the Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston. Murder Mystery? Yeah, Murder Mystery sequel. Yeah. Was That's that a that. big hit? I don't think so, but I mean... Okay. Well, but, well, uh, uh, let's <laughs>
1: hope that this is a bigger success for them. But the last big hit for
0: Netflix was uh, the action movie mother with jennifer lopez which had opened like a couple weeks ago it's still doing Mm. pretty good and that movie's a piece of shit (laughs) i didn't Mm -hmm. like that movie at all so i'm hoping the extraction Two, at least will be better than that and most likely it'll have the same kind of numbers i mean who knows how these these how they count these numbers and these views but most likely it's going to be number one and people are going to watch it i'm going to watch it uh stan lee i just saw the trailer for this last week and I really, I really excited about it. Uh, Disney has a lot of great access to archival footage, mm-hmm. and they have been doing really good original documentaries. So I'll, I'll give Disney Plus that, that, that credit. I'm gonna check this out too. Definitely, it. I've been waiting for this one for ever since they announced that they were that they were doing it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's, it's good as uh, it should be. All right, all right. So that's it for this uh, weekend's box office report. And we'll be back next week. We're going to be talking about The Flash and see how well it does. I mean, is it going to be a huge phenomenon like Raymond is hoping for? Or is it going to fizzle out? We'll see. We're also going to be talking about the new movies coming out next week. We'll be back then. All
1: right. We got to (laughs) go. We got to get out of here. All right. Bye-bye, everyone.